0: Fasten
1: your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. I am the one who knocks. come at the king. We best not miss. Well, I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker, motherfucker.
2: Welcome to The Party Pal, the mind-bending film and television podcast. You didn't know you needed. Welcome to The Party Pal is a proud member of the Osiris Media Group. Check out all their offerings at osirispod.com. I'm one of your hosts, Michael Shields. This uh, looks like it will be our uh, last episode of the year. So I just want to say thank you to everybody who supported us and listened to the show. It's been a fun year. Uh, Our family of hosts has grown, and we hope to continue that and uh, offer different viewpoints and perspectives. Um, River Jordan has been a delight to have on the show time and again. Of course, Mitch Lucas, Douglas Grant, Chris Thompson, Justin Wells, L.P. Hanners, and uh, today's co-host, Ryan O'Connell, a writer, event professional, one-time musician from the great state of Maine. Um, He's contributed work to Uproxx, Heavy, and Bro Bible, He's been on the show lately and it's always a thrill to have him on. And today we're going to, uh, the show's titled The Best TV of uh, 2022, but truly we're just presenting our favorites. Um, Ryan and I are going to present our top 10 shows, shows that we love and kind of want to recommend to you uh, to watch. So let's get into it. Uh, Ryan, welcome back to the show, man. How you doing?
0: You know, I'm doing great.
2: Doing this great. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. This yeah. is uh this is gonna be fun. Um, this was challenging though. This this breakdown. We're gonna we're gonna do again, we're gonna we're gonna bring our top 10 list uh to the table. These are our top 10 television shows of the year. This is one of the most challenging. I kind of piece this together every year. Um, you know, my my best of list. And this was one of the hardest years yet. Obviously, there's more streaming platforms, there's there's more content than ever. There's all these stars moving from big screen to the small screen. It just, it was crazy breaking it down to 10. Uh, did you find it the same, uh, super challenging to to knock it down just to 10?
0: Yeah, I mean, if only the toughest part was, you know, the new season of Bluey just uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> came, out, came uh-huh. out recently, so it's really hard to gauge, you know, the full season, exactly. um, just a little <laughs> snippet of where things are in my life. Yep. It was yep. Uh, big news here that we got new Bluey. I wish, um,
2: I, my, my daughter's 11, so I'm, I'm past that. The parents I talk to with younger kids speak highly of it in a legitimate way.
0: If you want to watch some on your own, no shame. No shame, no right? Shame. It's that good. It's great. It's, yeah. it's like seven seven minutes, a little clip, it's great. Awesome. So um, yeah, I didn't include that just because it's hard to gauge it as not <laughs> yeah. a finished product yet
2: and um uh, yeah. and i know we agree on this i i didn't and i wouldn't blame you if you did i did not include station 11. it was just such a weird timing space yeah. and i think it would be probably number one only three of its episodes aired in uh 2022 and it was just hard to place it i know it was hard to place last year it's just it's that good i want to bring it up before we dive in
0: no it's funny you mentioned that i was kind of like looking at this because i'm like my little list ready Yep, and then I was like, oh shit, Station Eleven. And then I like wrote, the pencil in and I like Googled it really quickly. And I'm like, oh yeah, it started, it premiered in December, 2021.
2: Yeah. Almost all the episodes well, were.
0: Yeah. That's, that's their fault. Big miss Just on that one. Don't,
2: you don't, don't slide it in right at the end of the year. These year ends
0: matter. Don't <laughs> they know these lists matter? Don't <laughs> like, they know what know well, guys?
2: Do <laughs> for the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's do it. We have a lot to discuss. Um, You want to kick us off with your number 10?
0: Yes. Uh my number ten is uh Welcome to Rexham. I love it. Um I haven't seen it. It's I mean it's fun. I mean I wasn't really like I was like kind of I mean, I'm an always sunny guy, so you know, kinda of interested to see what Maclean is up to. Mm. I Like uh soccer slash football. Yep. Um and the first episode, there's a couple things. One, when Mac is talking about when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, how when he thinks about it it's one of like the best moments of his life
2: yeah
0: you know obviously you get married you have kids mm-hmm. and i'm thinking i was like holy shit that's right but for me it's like the 2004 red Sox. like that's that's literally in the top five mm-hmm. yeah and so like that immediately like hooked me in and then the way that they they paid like the town like the supporters of the Wrexham club mm-hmm. talked about their club it just like resonated with me yeah as just like a lunatic sports fan like i just got it <laughs> Um with that being said, 18 episodes, little much. Yep. Felt like we could have condensed that. Um, I just enjoyed it. It's just yeah. good. I liked it.
2: Yeah, I heard good things. I'm I'm a sports fan, but I'm asking just in general, do we think it, it's something non-sports fans could appreciate?
0: Um I think it yeah, I mean, I think the sports part helps. Yeah. Cause you can like relate to it. Mm-hmm. And then they at a certain point you start to follow the club along in the season. Yeah, so I think that natural. Oh, influence. and that
2: dynamic's important.
0: Yeah. Um, but I think, like, I don't know, if you're just into entertaining, thirty-minute television shows, it does the trick. You know, like, I mean, it, plus it also, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney are incredibly like charming tra- dudes.
2: They really are. Yeah. Absolutely. Um,
0: I think I think both of them have a future in entertainment.
2: Yeah, they're gonna. Do it. They might be okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that helps balance things out. I don't. Yeah, I I thought it was good. I liked it. Solid well, number ten for me.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna um just kind of piggyback your idea of entertaining te- uh, television shows, and my number ten is Abbott Elementary. Um, mm-hmm. I really I find myself I watch a lot of heavy television as you'll see as we go through this, and I find myself seeking out just kind of like the lighthearted comedy, and I always want them to be smart and sharp. Uh, of course, mm-hmm. that's why you know the joys of Ted Lasso's and such, and. This is one of the smartest and sharpest, if you ask me, it's, it feels like a throwback to you know, kind of the situational office type, you know, school things. Um, Quinta Brunson is obviously so sharp with her references. I mean, there's there's like yeah. subtle things that slip in there, there's hip hop references, there's all these funny things. Um, I saw a cool interview with her talking about it, and I, I love the way she put it. She, I mean, they, she won for an Emmy for writing, uh, mm-hmm. Cheryl Lee Ralph won uh, for her acting, but she was actually. Um, she didn't want to win the Emmy. She was actually hoping, as Ted Lasso did win the Emmy, that they did not. And she just wants to continue to stay hungry and earn it. And I just yeah. thought that was really, really charming. And I just find the show to be super refreshing. I think it's getting better and better as they get more comfortable and you get more comfortable with the characters. It's a lovely, lovely show. And it just, I, did, I want to say one thing before we kind of dig in. I almost think this year is so good that so many of these ones I pick could be so much higher i mean you can make an argument for like a bunch of the ones i'm going to mention you know 10 9 8 7 6 as one of the best shows of the year and i think it's because it's that stock but abbott elementary was lovely did did you and the family take that in
0: it's funny my wife's a kindergarten teacher Uh so we tried watching it and we liked it but depending we couldn't Watch it because depending on how things were going at school, it just some of the stuff hit too close to home yeah. for my wife. Yeah. So I think it's something we'll probably just binge in the summer absolutely when she's just in a better
2: headspace. That that's like she of admittedly
0: like she really liked it and wants to watch more of it, mm-hmm. but like, and I get it. Like it's just some of the stuff was just a little too like I can't laugh at this right now, like yeah, because yeah. she her school also is dealing with budget cuts and stuff yeah. like that, and yeah. so I like, I get it. Um. But yeah, I definitely liked it. And I think I think it's super cool. that Quinta, like she was starting, like she did like BuzzFeed listicles. And her, like her,
2: her Rise Up was, is really, really cool. Yeah. For to up. She was doing BuzzFeed videos and then she was just like selling merch and just, just I mean, uh, the whole way all through this. And I just love that there's also the cast is full of a bunch of people that you weren't familiar with. Um, You know, now we are, but it was just, it just makes it the whole story of the whole thing more endearing. And you yeah. mentioned... As teachers, she, I mean, she talks about how teachers come up to him because it's really not a focus on the students. It's how teachers are reacting to this, this life and, you yeah. know, living with these these wages and, and, and problems. And and it, it, a lot of teachers are relating to the problems and sometimes probably in a tough way. And sometimes yeah, that's... sometimes in a good <laughs> yeah. way.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the uh, the flip side of like relatability. Sometimes yeah. it can like sometimes almost it's... go, it can go too hard.
2: Sometimes, it, sometimes it can sting. Yes. Um, number nine, um, for me, I'll, I'll go first this time was, uh, the bear. I found this, um, I didn't see it coming. I love when a show, cause I'm, you know, a nerd like you, when I'm, I'm taking a look at the shows that are coming out next year, I got already, already excited for a whole bunch of them. I didn't know the bear was coming. I mm-hmm. found the cast compelling top to bottom. I do like food shows. I do like food world. Um, you know, it showed the, kind of the the rhythm of a restaurant the the fast-paced hecticness um but it was you know about human complexities and 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 this is one thing i like about it too and you can say it's about abbott elementary had a good sense of place with philly you know i mean she's talking you know making jokes about john and and just like it just felt like uh uh, philly for abbott elementary and this really feels like chicago and I, i love that about shows and you know, they invite you into their city, and 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 you get to experience it and and celebrate it. You know, a lot of a lot of these cities are so special in their own right. And the bear was celebrating uh not only Chicago but their meat sandwiches, which are delicious. So it was, <laughs> it, it, it was a lot. Yeah. of fun, You know,
0: it's cool, like a gritty look at, a, like a kitchen. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. I think the whole. It's interesting with chefs and the whole culinary world and stuff like that, it can be kind of glossed over as fancy and stuff. But just yeah. seeing just like the gritty vibe of it, like you're celebrating it in a different way, yeah. which yeah. I, I respect.
2: Yeah, a lot of these food shows, we do see the glamour and the, the kind of, you know, the the fancy plating of things. And then you see sweat pouring off their head and, and, and the, yeah. real, the real grind of it. And then just, yeah, and then add in all the human complexities and the relationships they have, which is good. What's number nine for you?
0: um i think i realized i have a little bit of a sports theme going on right now <laughs> i had uh winning time oh cool the good about the lakers yeah it's so which,
2: good
0: because part of this these are just shows that i just enjoyed yeah of course like i just That's liked the it point. i mean john c riley you put him in anything and it's great yeah um i thought he was great as bust. The hmm. dude that they got to play magic johnson was amazing i thought the unbelievable stuff was great uh, and hey, one thing—I'm a Celtics fan. I, I fucking hate the Lakers. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and, and I found do.
0: myself rooting for the Lakers, which I was like, "You sons of bitches!" <laughs> yep. like yep. it just, like oh my goodness, um, it's just great. I mean, I don't—I'm not like super stoked for season two mm. per se. Yeah, because I'm just like, I'm like okay, like I feel like I got it. Yeah, you know, I appreciate it. Um, but I think. As a show, I like is that I just thought it was fun. I like the the Adam McKay stuff about it, where like they'll do like the narration to the camera and stuff. Yeah,
2: fourth wall gets broken when Adam McKay is involved. I uh, oh, I really yeah. like Wood Harris a lot as uh, Spence. Yeah. I thought he was tremendous in it. Yep. Um. Uh. You know who's not excited for a uh, second season is Jerry West's family. They were not happy with his depiction. I think a couple other people were not happy. Uh-oh with some depictions but i i thought it was fun it really i didn't know i thought it would you know when it sounded so ambitious to me when they were uh bringing that one to life because i'm like how do they bring you in that world and um i feel they really did a good job i i read the book a long time ago showtime and there are so many stories and there's a lot of stories to be told that um there's things to look forward to in in the next season yeah i mean it's
0: also it's I get like if you're a real person, and you see yourself up there, it's like you're a like, shit man. That's not me. That's not me. But like they're not doing a documentary. Nope. So like they are fictionalizing it a little bit. Uh, and I thought the Jerry West character was actually kind of fascinating how they did yeah. it. Yeah. Like they really kind of showed you like the pain and like the stuff he was feeling. And I don't know, the guy swore incredibly. That's I appreciate
2: amazing. his uh, competitive spirit when well, I mean, he couldn't yeah. watch games and was just freaking out. I actually enjoyed some of that for sure.
0: Yeah, I thought it was cool. So I yeah. like winning time. It was good. Yeah.
2: What's uh, what's number eight? You got another. What about sports <laughs> shows next?
0: This is my last one. This is a, This is my, my last. My Hold on. Is it? Yeah, this is my last sports one. Yep. This is also a curveball. Yep. Okay. And so oh, as I didn't the, as get a curveball as as the the ref here feel free to feel, feel throw it out <laughs> um the the Phillies playoff run. Wow, was an amazing. Just source of entertainment for like three weeks or something. Yeah. Like, so like I lived in Philly for six years, I think, Mm -hmm. from 2006 to 2012. And when I moved down there, I was a huge baseball fan, huge Red Sox fan. Mm -hmm. But I was like, my thing is I liked watching baseball all the time. Yeah. So it was like late summer I moved into. So when we turned the calendar and heading to the next season, I was like, you know what? I'm going to like the Phillies. Mm -hmm. Just. To watch all the time, I want to be invested in this thing. I watch. Time my timing was incredible mm-hmm. because this was right when they hit that run where they were just amazing, and then they won the World Series in two thousand eight. that, yeah, yep. it was great. Like I think I went to thirty games one summer. Like yeah. it got it was excessive, but anyways, <laughs> I love that um, park. Too.
2: That park's great.
0: No, so it was it was super convenient. As someone who grew up in Maine, like mm-hmm. getting to Fenway was a pain in the ass. Yep, this yep. I just had to walk six blocks and take the train. It was great. <laughs> um, so I think. That brought a lot back, like the Mm -hmm. nostalgia of it all. And it was just fun. The team was great, how they were winning. It It was was completely
2: unexpected too. That was, I mean, just they they peaked at the right time. I you know, I have um I have a a a huge swath of um Philly friends in my life. I mean maybe more than like any other city in the world, which is kind of funny, just it just happened that way. And I just seen the just I, I understand why you why you're picking that, <laughs> why you're why you're throwing that curveball. Just the joy it was bringing them. I just you know I'm. It's not my favorite team, but I I love to see my friends and family happy and like get yeah. joy from the things. And so it was cool. And I, I love that it was making you happy as well. And that's the point of this. I mean, we should have no shame yeah. in uh, any of these picks because what we're talking about is not we'll label the episode the best but it's more what we enjoyed and what we want to recommend that's the point here. yeah
0: the the whole like the i love the list thing but the whole like idea of it's the best is so yeah. subjective I and mean, like yeah like like i threw out like i didn't even say it's my best albums it was just my favorite albums
2: yep of, like, that's what the way to do it
0: like these are like my essentially my favorite shows of the year which is someone who values my own opinion pretty highly. <laughs> I would, I would then say they're the best. But yeah, I don't know. The Phillies run was just fun. It was yep. a good time, and, and you and enjoyed, enjoyed it.
2: Speak speak, speak, Houston, man. Um, yeah. The uh, uh my number eight was actually um what I what I called my best from last year. Um, and I just love shining light on the show. It's Reservation Dogs. I, you know, I think the words words getting out when I saw the buzz around the beginning of the second season, I was really excited because that definitely didn't happen in the first season. Uh Things grew. I was curious where they were going to take this. Things grew in this one Um kind of moved beyond the kids in some ways. We were learning more about the moms. Um, you know, the loss of community elders and stuff like that. Uh, it just, it's its something I, I, I just think is really, really a special show. Um, there was an episode, I, it's called, uh, I think it was called Decolonization. It was about influencers. I think it was one of the best episodes I've seen all year. I love the show. I just absolutely love um, recommending it and talking about it. Um, I probably would have had it higher, but I, I, I did talk about it, it as my favorite show last year. I just, I just love it to
0: death week yeah yeah i i mean i've only seen little bits here and there but yeah i'm a a big fan of representation matters i think it's absolutely it's so cool
2: it's it's weird it's kind of weird being in that world of you know oklahoma city and again i was talking about place earlier i just that's a a thing that you know film and television really does it it exposes us to different stories of different people in different places and 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 this does a cool cool job of it at seven i have um Another show I'm glad to shine a light on because it it just it got renewed for a second season. I'm pumped, but I love Tokyo Vice. Um, I just thought it was, uh, you know, it's 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 one that I'm not hearing a lot of buzz about, but that's fine. Hopefully, when the second season comes out, you know, it's got some good pedigree with Michael Mann doing. um, He just did episode one, but the cast is good. It's got Ansel Elgort in it, Ken uh, Wanatabi, but um, just this deep dive into this wild criminal underworld um in japan it was kind of a neo-noir uh thing and you know the network they expose is absolutely fascinating the way they tell the story through this american and you know out of his element is really really rich it just it, it looks good it's it's a lot of fun it's it's got a different feel uh tokyo vice is a show i really really dig um uh uh what do you have at seven
0: uh, did Michael Man? He just did the first one.
2: He just did the first one, just to kind of get it off. There's a and the the other directors, and I can't think of their names right now. Um, it, it's a good crew of directors, but I think he, I think he's involved in the production of the show and kind of wanted to get yeah. it rolling. So we'll see what he does. I mean, in, I'm sure he's involved some in the second season because uh, it did get renewed.
0: Well, I think it's cool when like because it's these now it's kind of becoming this thing where like these directors they almost do like one of two things: mm-hmm. they either just do the first episode. Or like the first two episodes yep. or they'll just do a whole season totally but it's cool when you bring in someone like michael mann who has a style he then sets the like the that's, visual sets a bar of too style. yeah yeah like didn't martin scorsese do the first episode of boardwalk empire Or maybe, I, I, I think
2: he absolutely did so it was yes yep
0: so it's cool like you you kind of like bringing a heavy to kind of be like no man this is this, this is thing. the visual yeah. vibe we want yep um i think that's super cool uh, number seven, I had Under the Banner of Heaven.
2: Cool. Cool. I haven't finished um, it. I love it.
0: It's good. Um, like, I, I remember I read the book mm-hmm. years ago. It creepily stuck with me because it's a creepy fucking book.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, uh, there's just a. And so <laughs> you can quote me on that. Um, so I was curious how they're going to make it a show. Yes. Um, it made sense that they very much more like focused on the murder mystery part of it and then touched on some of the Mormon fundamentalist history, mm-hmm. which is, if you want to go down that road, just you're going to want to like take a shower afterwards. Yeah. Um, but as a show, I thought it was really good. And I thought mm-hmm. like Andrew Garfield was really good. Like his like piousness and righteousness was definitely yeah. like almost annoying at times but i thought that was the point yep and i thought they did it in a short amount of time they did a good job showing how the lafferty brothers like how they just descended into this like madness almost yeah yeah um and visually like it was really cool i i liked it it i thought it was really good i went back read the book again Immediately regretted doing that. <laughs> yeah, um, like why am I doing a deep dive back? Yeah, yeah. Deep. Why am I going back to this book? But I was like, I just because it is so fascinating. I do. I mean, I do think Mormonism is is something that's interesting. Yeah, I
2: just and just Andrew Garfield is a reason to watch alone. I'm just I'm continuously more blown away on him. I saw him do Angels in America on on the stage. um What he did with Tick Tick Boom this year, the Tammy Faye thing. I just I the range yeah. that he's exhibiting. It's the reason. Reason to watch alone and I'm definitely um gonna take that recommendation and run with it because I hadn't I, I watched the first one, I was definitely intrigued, but I need I need to get on that and you ranking it there. Yeah. Um was that your seventh?
0: That was seventh, yeah.
2: What's uh what's 6 let
0: Let's keep rolling. Um I didn't check the date on this. So again, you could throw this one out. I had Ozark. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was this year for sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Which yep. again, these are years are very long. Um <laughs> my, probably... time, my,
2: my sense of timing is COVID broke that. If it broke anything yes. with me, my sense of timing was shattered.
0: It was on the way out anyways. COVID yeah. really <laughs> just like I like, just was like, you know yeah. what? Fuck off, you know. Yeah. Um Ozark literally, really, if they had just made Ozark, what was the final season like six episodes or something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. If they had like made it ten, mm-hmm. I probably would have had Ozark ranked higher. Yeah, yeah. Because at a certain point, the way that they just yada yada stuff mm-hmm. almost became comical Agreed. in a way that like rip, took you out of the show. Yep. Like they got extradition approved for whoever the cartel guy was. I forgot. Yeah. In yeah. like a day and a half. Yep. I'm pretty sure that takes longer than. Me. Yeah, absolutely. I know yeah. a lot about extradition. Mm. I'm not a government guy. Yep. But I just feel like you're gonna have to cr- jump a few hurdles. Yeah. Even if you are well connected. And I thought that it was interesting, you know, reading about it afterwards and stuff and, like, the goal of the creator show was, like, I wanted to show, like, how the Kennedys became the Kennedys.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: With this idea of being, like, how this family, the birds, go on. Because you could see them becoming influential people. And mm. I don't know, does then, in that scenario, does then Jonah become president? I don't yeah. know yeah. about that. But, um, <laughs> you know, it was fun. But I think they definitely – I think they embraced the. We're just going to speed things up. Yeah, almost to a fault.
2: I um, it's funny you say that because I always talk about my only critique with that show. One of my biggest critiques of that show was always uh, how fast they he moved into like kind of being a crime bo- crime boss. Like I felt like I had to yeah. spend a lot of belief. And once he got there, I thought the show really took off, and you know, loved the later yeah. seasons. But it just. I was having trouble suspending belief, which is a thing. And I want to admit something right now. I totally forgot about Ozark. I think it might've been on my list, but I t- totally forgot it. I knew there'd be a few that completely slipped through the crack and Ozark yeah. was one of them. But um, at number six for me, Euphoria did not slip through the crack. That show sure. is terrifying to me as a parent, <laughs> as someone who's yeah. um, got a got a preteen yeah. moving closer yeah. to that age, um, but it's it's. It's funny at times. It's always compelling. I, I always feel a lot of emotions when I'm watching it. Not always good. And uh, I think that is good. Um I thought uh um I'm not gonna give spoilers, but I'll talk to a couple of points. The the way they use Lexi's play as a storytelling tool I thought was super, super inventive. Um uh, the Fez and Astray, Astray, two of the coolest characters on the show. The the fact that they gave him a backstory in this season that was just really really fun to watch um and zendaya is just a goddess and she it's just the way she's bringing home that character is amazing what i didn't realize until um i was reading about it the other day just while i was kind of preparing for this and thinking about the show this it's the third most watched hbo show behind uh, game of thrones and house of dragons which i felt was interesting i guess per number per season but um yeah. it makes sense it's it's definitely definitely love what's your relationship i know we've, i think we've talked about this what's your relationship with the show
0: i honestly haven't really watched it yeah Part of it because it was a little like that seems a bit much
2: it's a bit much no doubt um
0: about. and it's one of those and i had there's a couple shows like this around there I appreciate it. Yeah. I respect it. <laughs> yeah. I I'm, I'm happy with what they're doing. Yep. I, I, I'm good over here. Absolutely. And I like, even just from my standpoint, I think it's amazing that they have Zendaya, who yep. easily could be one of the biggest stars in the world. No question. Still on the show. Mm-hmm. And then right behind her is Sydney Sweeney, who I think is also kind of coming up. Yeah, I agree. Like kind of also makes you wonder how long that show can last with like these two yeah. powerhouses, Yeah. Definitely. you know, at a certain point, you're going to fall victim to scheduling. Yeah. You know, yep. like the is out in the desert, doing Dune and stuff. Like how are you then shoehorn in? But, uh, yeah, that's, um, I you know, I,
2: you know where I am over here to, to compare with that is, um, and I think it happened when I became a father was, um, if like, there's a kid, a kidnap movie, uh yeah. or a television show. Um and no matter how good people tell me it is, uh but again, just like you said, I respect it. I'm sure it's yep. great, but uh I don't I don't have the stones I used to for something like that. And I'm, I'm i uh,
0: I respect I respectively decline. I respectively
2: yeah. decline. I'll go yep. straight to number five, another HBO um show. Uh I just I love Barry so much. I, I remember um tweeting and talking about how uh, how i was like upset that it didn't win the emmy i love ted lasso i just think barry is unbelievable the balance of this like kind of crime uh thriller and black comedy i think they balance it in a brilliant brilliant way um it's and it's funny when i think about the show you know kind of its premise it could almost come off as gimmicky and, and and it just come it just it it doesn't it just it works I guess it's any it's anything but gimmicky in in the way it comes to life it's it's almost you know better than it should be in certain ways and that speaks to you know everyone involved whether it's hate, hater um and just everything but it's I mean it's more and more unsettling as these seasons move along and yep. you know get deeper and deeper into the character and they're really they're really going there and I feel like it's getting bolder and the risks you're taking funny and also it has no ho hank and that's that's going to get you in the top five anyways you know no ho hank yeah. going to get you in the top five and so that's my number five as we kick off this top five
0: cool i, I buried later on
2: yeah good good i want to hear you i want to hear you talk about it when you get there let's wait okay
0: number five my last curveball i promise yeah no i love it okay. i took a whole list uh, of um, uh january six hearings Yes, yes. I've that, that was great. It was like crazy. obviously it was also terrible because yeah. you know, um, where you know our country's fucking absolutely, great. Mm-hmm. um, but as like it was compelling, mm-hmm. it was like disgusting and like horrifying, um, it like emotional, like it's just. I think the further we get away from something like January sixth, like it's almost doesn't seem real. Yeah. But then you see this stuff, and you're like, oh shit, that, that, that happened. I was there. Yep. Like I was sitting right in the seat, watching it on TV and be like, How is this happening right now? Yep. Absolutely. And then like you're checking Twitter, you're like, is this really happening right now? Yeah. yeah.
2: Um and then, then don- you see a lot of people on the right who are like regular watching it and it's been like, yeah. oh, it was this. And you're just like,
0: it's, it's <laughs> no. They were no. They were to- they were tourists. <laughs> like, okay, if you yeah. say so. I just yeah. thought, um, like I weirdly looked forward to the January six hearings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just thought they were really good. Who knows what they end up accomplishing? That's I guess a question mm-hmm. for another day. Yeah. But as like accountability is tough you-
2: to come by these days, it seems.
0: I guess so. I thought right and wrong mattered, but I guess I'm old school. But <laughs> yeah. um, no, it's yeah, as something, it's as something. It's weird watch, calling
2: it like good television, but it's. It is good television. I mean, if we're going to be yeah. honest with ourselves, it is good television. It's absolutely intriguing. It's 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 one of the most crazy stories I think will probably, hopefully, happen in our life. I just it's so surreal what happened and the way they brought the story to life was was yeah. they did a great job and and, and putting it in primetime was a genius idea.
0: That I thought was the best, and I was actually bummed that they didn't do more in primetime. Yeah. I agree because I felt like it needed. To be viewed but then also I understand why they didn't because like yeah. That's you can not only over since you can only yeah you can only also you also can only play that card so many times. Yep. But um no I thought it I Benny Thompson was great had an anti hero Liz Cheney yep. you don't want to root for her, but you are you have like, to, you have to. <laughs> like I just um yeah um Adam Schiff big fan yep like I just hope I'm never in a situation where Adam Schiff is laying out a case against me. Yeah, no,
2: he's good. I
0: would probably be like, he's right. Yeah, I, exactly. I agree.
2: I, I agree with Adam.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, fu- I fucked up. Like, I it's, fucked you up. Know? Yeah. Um,
2: it's funny. It's not just you. I'm seeing it on other people's lists, and it makes sense. It truly does.
0: Yeah, it yeah. was like, especially in this day and age of like water cooler shows, yep. that was one. That's it. That stopped. You know, that stopped us. Like yeah. it was great. Yeah absolutely and, and terrible i feel like that awesome. should also add absolutely awful.
2: it's really not really, ideal really, really crazy yeah. so that was your five broke into the five what do you have it for uh
0: the dropout
2: oh cool good show yeah. really good show
0: also the dropping ball was a wrecking ball because apparently it was so good that jennifer lawrence isn't doing the movie anymore she was oh really to the movie where she was holmes yeah and i think I, I was pretty sure i saw something where she was like no why would i do it amanda seaford did such a good it's job it's
2: done It's done. like so that's awesome.
0: like, and that's because that's funny we're at this point now where it's like you know there's a news story then a mm. podcast happens yep then like a documentary happens and then they do like a quasi-fictionalized version like they make it a show so it's like this rinse and repeat cycle yep totally it's like the, the tiger king nonsense like that was yeah. a podcast and a show. I don't really think like then they did a fictionalized show about it. Yeah. Like by that point, I was like, I didn't even need season two of Tiger King, yeah. let alone a, you know, Kate McKinnon and Tiger King. Yeah, yeah. um But I thought the dropout was amazing. I thought Amanda deciphering was just a rock star on the map mm-hmm. How she like when she did the stuff, changing her voice and everything. Like it just, ah, cool that was good.
2: I didn't think Probably. I was going to like it as much. And I think a lot of it had to do with her. And they just, it's, they, they, the story is is wild. And it just felt like each episode, I'm like, what else do they have to tell as part of the story? And I was pretty familiar with yeah. the story. And it just felt like it was getting more and more intriguing as it went along. That it, That's an awesome, awesome show. Yeah. I feel like I have at number four a show that I'm almost giving kind of a lifetime achievement award to it. Because it just, <laughs> it was that good. It's the, you know, we said the last season of Atlanta um, took place this year, which is so uh, bittersweet because I really enjoyed it, but I hate to see it go. Um, it's It was, you know, also I think I'm, I'm discussing it here because I was just a little um, uh, taken back by some of the negative press I saw about the season and whether it was in Variety, I'm, I'm naming names, Variety, EW, but um I thought it was, I thought it was a fascinating uh, season four. It was kind of, cause season three was kind of wild. I, I understood how that didn't take people as kind of a departure, but we came back to, um, you know, Atlanta, uh, the place in season four. I loved the return, but um, you know, it was one of the most uh, unique and surprising works of art on television. I've seen just those, I thought there 41 episodes of glory, two of the, my favorite uh Characters on television of all time are always going to be Paperboy and Darius, and uh, yeah, I just, I just, I just, I can't, I understand why it's not on people's list. Um, it's because there's so much good television, but it's, it's going to be on mine because that, I, I love that show.
0: Do you think the the length of time, like the break, hurt it? Yes,
2: yes. There was a, there was definitely a momentum there that I just, it just, people were excited, so excited about those first two seasons, and then. There was a gap and i don't feel that momentum and that excitement was brought into the next season and i think people were kind of having a hard time you know because it's a unique bird you know and you kind of like getting back into that world it does take a minute and and each i mean not just getting back in that world each episode you don't know what they're going to hit you with and what's what's i mean there's so many episodes where none of the characters main characters are even in it not so many but there's a few and just it's it's each piece is so different and and that but I also think that's what's so great about it it just I I was surprised and delighted by by it over and over again um and just it's 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 a triumph of television I think it I think it did a lot for uh the type of stories that we'll see and we are seeing um you know the the chances people will take um the chances television um you know networks or, or streamers will take uh based on this show I I I hope I hope so
0: yeah 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 I just I think it just had such a vibe to it. Like when you remove yourself from that, it's hard to then get back into it. No doubt,
2: I couldn't. I especially couldn't. when
0: you come back with like a bottle episode or two, and you're like, "Oh, I just want to hang out with the dudes."
2: I just Dude, give me some paper. That's Aussie a real paper boy. Yeah. yeah, especially. I mean, go. I think. I think the gap, and then going to Europe, and then just how surreal. I mean, it, it was like it felt like ultra surreal uh, over in Europe as well. It was just. It was mm-hmm. it was uh it was hard to get back perfect word to get into that vibe um are we both at three right now or did you, did you do your I four think so yeah all right I'm losing, I' did four losing yeah. Track. we're chewing on a lot here uh number three I'll, I'll jump into it I thought this show would when I finished it um I forget when it ended but it was it was earlier in the year or at least mid-year when I finished watching it I thought there would be no show I would ever put ahead of it I just was absolutely floored. I I thought it easily number one, that's severance. Um, And I just, I just thought it was really, you know, I love that type of surrealism, that type of like, you know, let's take this unique uh, concept that's kind of taken from like the sci fi world. And, you know, let's tell some stories surrounding it. And, you know, it was it was a unique vehicle to talk about relationships, to talk about work, to talk about life, to talk about the work life balance, um, Mm -hmm. to talk about corporate greed. You know, I mean, we're talking about just kind of the the length some of these corporations will go to to continue and to to profit. And and it's well beyond that. There's just there was so much to explore and there were surprises at every turn. I I just uh, I I guess I mentioned it with the bear. I didn't see Severance coming either as something that would just blow blow my socks off. And it it did. I really, really enjoyed it.
0: Cool. Yeah, I don't I didn't get a chance that one's on like my list of ones to check out. Yeah,
2: yeah I think you I think you'll really dig it. It's it's some great yeah. acting, great actors in there. I mean, we have walking and walking and terturo are in it and they're kind of like inside roles and you're like, that's a that's a lot that's, of
0: talent. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean when you can pull that one and be like, Yeah, we're just gonna have him hang out on the side like yeah. that.
2: And they have a they have a I won't dig into it because it's kind of fun to come to terms so that they have a really special relationship, those two. It's really it's really cool. I think you'll dig All it. Cool. I like recommend it too. So what do you have at three?
0: Um, we own the city.
2: Yes, that's let's talk about okay. it because that's going to be my number two. So like we're right there. we we'll about to I mean,
0: there. listen, you bring David Simon back to Baltimore, you're giving me ooh the what wire warm and fuzzies. What again? You know, yep. like I just think, and it's funny because I I'll ride with David Simon forever because yeah. he made The Wire, which is my favorite show. Yep. But admittedly, like some of his stuff after that has been kind of hit or miss for me, right? Mm-hmm. Never really got into Treme. Yeah. I liked Show Me a Hero, but I'll probably never go back and watch Show Me a Hero. Yeah, yeah, it's not not like um, that. I thought Generation Kill was amazing. Wait, it is, it is. Yeah. Um, then The Deuce, couldn't really get into it. Mm-hmm. You know, again, I was fine with it, but I was like, hey, why yeah. am I watching this? There's some cool
2: parts about it, definitely. Yeah.
0: Um, and but it wasn't it was this. Like, it was not We Own the yeah. City. Then this, is like, oh, come on, dude. Let's go. you yeah. <laughs> up. That it's was crazy. great, Burnthal Just like lighting camera film on fire, just destroying things. Like one of the best performances
2: of the year, and it's, I don't yeah. think that's arguable. It's so good.
0: I, he it was dominated, and I just thought the show was so good, and yep. David Simon's so good at just just grinding down complex, yes. boring mm-hmm. topics yep. that are, that actually like have some meaning to it. Yeah, this and is I thought story. how it's a true story you know, like yeah and just how he played around with time which i thought was like the old dog showing some new tricks yep <laughs> like he's gonna like yeah but to 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 do this justice over what like six or seven episodes we're gonna mess around with time a little bit and it's gonna be a little confusing but just pay attention to bernthal's hair and you'll be fine yeah
2: yeah <laughs> like
0: i just like i thought it was great and it just like renewed my david simon fandom yeah. yeah,
2: heightened it a little bit. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. like, I was generally angered that it was had zero nom- Emmy nominations. I mean, it's like literally, it literally angered yeah. me. Um, yeah, <laughs> fun to see um, Jamie Hector, who we know as Marlowe, kind of on the yeah. other side of the law too. There's there's yeah. twist in there. That was a joy.
0: There's a couple of times. Wasn't Poot a cop too?
2: Yeah, Poot was a cop. Poot was a cop. It's
0: Like, all right, cool, man. Oh no, Dookie was too.
2: Dookie was too. Yep. Yeah absolutely yeah. it's it's great I'm, I'm glad we both have it i have it at two i'm glad we both have it here um because it's yep. tremendous it's absolutely tremendous if anyone's listening hasn't seen it dig into it it's one of these things you can roll through too i mean what was it only six episodes
0: think of this yeah it was short it was it six was, or yeah, seven short. Yeah. and you gotta like you know muscle your way through the first one yep because like with anything it there's a lot of like table setting that yeah. isn't like the flashiest Shit in the world, definitely, definitely, But then once you get into it, and it's just like, I, I it's great. I loved it. it it's was so awesome. Great. It's so who's great. Who's uh, the, who's the guy from uh, the Good Wife or whatever? it's called Josh something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The one caught like as just the the, the shithead. Like it was just yep. great. Yeah. Great. Love <laughs> we own the city. It was yeah. awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. What's
2: um what's number two for you? Because that is my number two.
0: My number two, I'm gonna place of battle this is probably your number one uh and or
2: yes that is that's a good bet that's a good bet (laughs) i mean i just Uh, we just put out an episode i got to talk to douglas grant who who also co hosts the show with us over here you know did a whole episode talking about what we love about it and we ranted and raved about it but um i really i'm excited i was i was hoping it'd be on your list i assumed it would i'd love to hear what you liked about it
0: Uh, well it's just um hold on a second um we, I think we had talked about this, like, the nitty-gritty boots-on-the-ground Star Wars shit. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, they were flying through space some, and there yeah. was, like, like, but a lot of it was just, and I liked how you're like, oh, this is why the Empire sucks. Yeah. They're just just fascist assholes. Yeah. And with a terrible system of justice. Yeah. And um I thought it was great, and, like, little things, like, you kind of knew, like when they were in the uh, the water prison thing, and they were building whatever it was they were building. You kind of had a feeling it was like somewhat Death Star related. Totally,
2: definitely. That aha the moment, day, I loved.
0: Was, yeah, I thought it was yeah. just super cool. Like, and it's just like, I mean, I didn't. Andor himself, Cassian, like he was cool, mm-hmm. but I think it was more just the the show. Yeah. He was a vehicle to show what was going on here.
2: Yeah, the, the bottom-up plant of like kind of blue collar. The, it was a people's revolution. And you got to see why yeah. the people were impressed. And like I talked about in the episode, it wasn't just this royal family of knights um with magical powers that, that were having this revolution. It was, it was it was it was it was people all across the universe. And it was amazing to see just why and just how evil and fascist the empire was. And they drove that home. I mean, it really changed what I believe. Uh, the type of stories you can tell in the star Wars universe or should be telling. It just, it was amazing. Tony Gilroy behind the, he knows how to write a script. He knows, yeah. knows how to weave in these, these different storylines. And, and, you know, he did bring it all together at the end when they're at Marvel's funeral. And I just thought that was amazing. It all felt earned uh, as I talked about the episode that they were all there because the writing was, was so good. The production designs amazing. It's, you know, what it was a, it was um. You know, it was a, it was a, it was Star Wars for adults, and I think there's a place for Star Wars for everybody. But this felt like a Star Wars for adults, and that's why that's why it was my number one. I just, I just, it just yeah. gave me so many things. It was kind of like this gritty crime dra- drama at times, this this like, revolutionary war story, this you know sci-fi extravaganza at times, and just it just I don't know. It, it, there were so many components to it, but yet it just it it just felt so well written and looked so good. I loved it
0: yeah the look is especially interesting because like it's funny i was on a plane the other night uh-huh. and dude in front of me was watching one of the ones from the second trilogy like the shitty ones yeah 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 and one of my issues i mean when it came out my issues were like so this is taking place in the past but everything looks like it's in the just, future everything looks like just so uh, shiny know, and new compared to the yeah old. it's just such a weird like i don't know how Obviously, George Lucas does it he wants, but like yep. how no one was like made that note to him. Yep. So I love that with Andor, everything is just gritty and dirty and like they have they just can't figure out Zoom like they're, they're, <laughs> their their FaceTime is, is still just like all mucked up. But it's just I just thought it was cool, man. I just liked it. I thought the prison break scene was like exhilarating on way out. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess everyone else died except for two of them, which that's a bummer, although not surprising because that was a heck of like a triathlon. I wouldn't. I wouldn't make
2: that swim. Uh, Nope. Oh,
0: no. Yeah. No, not at all. I mean, I would because I'd give it a shot, but I'm. like, I'd give it my
2: all for sure. But yeah,
0: um, I don't know how they keep coming up with just like lovable droids.
2: Yeah. Just yeah, amazing. that one he broke. He broke my heart when he was upset about Marva's death. I did not see yeah. that it, that would affect me like that. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, I I, really I love did. that
2: you just mentioned that they 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 can figure out intergalactic space travel, but they can't figure out a zoom. <laughs> it's pretty... yeah.
0: It's just like come on, guys. It's just, um, yeah. I just I thought it was great, and maybe I went back and watched Rogue One, mm-hmm. um, what which a, I kind of, of then film. was like, I wish that was at least a two part. Yeah, movie, yeah, or make a trilogy out of it because even with that, like mm-hmm. they definitely left a lot of meat on the bone, yeah, yeah, which isn't, isn't it's not going to be touched by Andor because a lot of it happened within that story, you oh, know? yeah. But, um, but
2: it's a joy. We got 12 more leading yeah. up to that story of Rogue One, and obviously, you know, we, we've we seen what they can do with the type of story they're telling there. I have no, uh, I have nothing but confidence when they, that comes back the next 12 episodes, oh, excellent, yeah. They, no they didn't
0: really. There's nothing there that's going to be like, oh, they're going to F this one up.
2: They're not. They're
0: not. They they know what they're doing. They have the money to do it. Yep. Everything is fine. Let's go back. And please don't take a long time before you come back. No, no. They're they're shooting.
2: They're shooting. They're fully shooting right now. And I I think that's, I I think they want to make sure it comes out next year. I really, really. Yeah.
0: Because too many shows are making that mistake. Exactly. They're taking, I mean, Atlanta had its reasons, but like. Just in general, like House of the Dragon's not going to start filming until March or
2: something. I didn't like- I couldn't believe that, which means it could even be pushed back to early tw- to, uh, twenty-four or something. Or, or, yeah, I just I think know. that
0: like that's let's keep things cracking, folks. Yeah, let's go.
2: Let's, let's go. Going. Let's go. Yeah. All right, man. I'm so excited because I know it's not on my list. And I think it's gonna be something that I'm be like, why wasn't it? What's um what's your number one?
0: No, my number one is is on your list. Uh, it's Barry.
2: Okay, cool. Oh
0: yeah. fine choice. Yes. Fine choice. Yeah. I there it just I thought and or it, if it had been number one for me, it would have been like almost like recency bias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it would have been me <laughs> okay, like I got some of that. And that's fine. Like I literally I just finished it, like yeah. I thought it was great. But mm. then I was like, nah, man, Barry was fucking stone cold.
2: Stone cold.
0: Like Barry was just solid and just I couldn't it would have been a disservice to like not acknowledge like that just was just it's such a tight show. Yeah. It's always been like claustrophobic and now it's like somehow they work their way out of something but they they work themselves out of a space into a smaller space. Yeah. And now they've like done that again now. I guess he's going to be in jail. How are we going to pull this off?
2: How they going to
0: Yeah, how is Noho Hank going to still be involved in the story without it being a stretch, you know? Definitely. I feel like, like you I've had that.
2: To... I've had that thought going into each and every season, and it's it surprised and delighted me that they've been able to continue this story. Like I said, it almost could have started out as a gimmick, and they just they they they're finding ways to like really just kind of push the story forward. When they, it seems like they paint themselves into a corner at the end of every season or throughout each season.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, this season could have been the end, but then they're like, "No, we're gonna do another season." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. How? <laughs> yeah, how are we doing that one? And yeah. then how are you gonna still make it funny at times? Like yeah. I just think what Barry's doing and like is it you brought up the Ted Lasso thing. It's just if anything, it just shows how ridiculous Emmy categories are that it's like yeah. best musical or, or comedy or drama. Absolutely. Like what are you do well how what the, how is that even making sense or whatever? Like mm-hmm. Ted Lasso shouldn't be up against Barry.
2: Nope.
0: No. Like it's just not like that's I think we show. need to, Let's recalibrate things and admit that dramas can be 30 minutes.
2: Just because something was something doesn't mean it has to be something. Let's talk about
0: yeah. this. <laughs> let's, let's yeah, a drama can be fun. Like, I don't know. I think that's just doing a disservice. And just I just think, you know, I don't know. Like Henry Winkler is just mm-hmm. amazing, as you Kuchino. The fact that that's at least once an episode, I'm like, I can't believe that's Fonzie. That's fine. Nice. Like and now he's like, and this is what he's doing. And like when he's not doing that, homeboys like fishing and mm-hmm. posting pictures of fish on Twitter. Yeah. Going to Kansas yeah. games, just living his best life. But like I just think what Bill is doing and like he's just he's so confident of just being the center of this storm and not doing yep. too much. Yep. Um the stuff with Sally was amazing. Like I don't mm. think she should be back. It seems like mm-hmm. that would, but then I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah, exactly. Is he gonna escape from prison? Is he gonna yeah. swim miles and then climb,
2: climb, climb, climb a, rock climb a mountain? And like get, and then get net, net by two two aliens?
0: Yeah, like I wouldn't be surprised. you know what? Probably be think. a cartel, but yeah.
2: Just like we were saying, when, when Andor returns, as 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 hard as it is to imagine where they're going with it, I have nothing but faith that they're gonna be able to do it. It's just, it's I love 100%. that pick. I absolutely love yeah. that pick for number one. Uh, before we bounce yeah. here. Is there any any you wanted to mention that kind of just missed the list at all? Any honorable mentions, or is that just we, my we, only
0: honorable mention? House of the Dragon never even considered.
2: Yeah, yeah, and that's that's wild. It's
0: just wild to me that it's something related to Game of Thrones, but you know, do better next time, guys. Yeah, and we'll better. talk next year we'll, we'll or in two years, you. I guess. Yeah, there
2: was five that I was that I was toying with. Better Call Saul was number one. Rings of Power yeah. number two. Only Murders in the Building number three. Star Trek Brave New World was number four. And The English is a show everyone should check out. Ryan, thank you so much, man. We really dug into it and and celebrated these shows. Uh, Really, really great shows. A really great year of television. So thank you for your time.
0: Hey, no problem, man. Thanks.
2: Excellent. Thank you, everyone out there for listening to us, uh, for joining the party.
1: We're living in Am I dreaming? Who is going to protect us now? Right back in color Blacks depreciated. If we're not careful We'll be back segregated